Hi, beauty. I'm so grateful you were led to this podcast. I'm your host, Miranda. Hi. I'm a wife, coach, and mom to four world changers. And this is the Recalibrating Hearts podcast. It's my heart that in this space, you would encounter the love of the Father and receive downloads, revelations, and solutions for partnering with God in your breakthrough. You'll also hear how we're building our family, powerful prayers and declarations for you, and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I honor you in the name of Jesus. And I just invite you to be present for this episode. <clears throat> I feel like it's going to be life-changing for somebody. And thank you for your feedback, for those that reach out. Thank you for sharing when things really hit home or when things resonate with you. I just appreciate you so very, very much. All right, so we are just going to jump right into when thoughts go unchecked. And it's on my heart to share this because... This might not be an episode for everyone. This might not be a one-size-fits-all thing, and it's okay. I know myself, I, as a, as a coach I, and even a podcaster, I am not for everyone. I don't do a one-size-fits-all. I have a heart for moms who've experienced trauma. I like equipping moms who've experienced trauma to, to find healing and freedom, and veterans who have PTSD, and just, I could go on and on, but I definitely have carved it down enough, and God's really shown me who I'm assigned to and who's assigned to me and who he'll bring into my life as I pray and I create and I walk out, right? So I know that this episode might not be for everybody. I know I'm not for everyone. But I've really come to the realization at 40, 41 years old, okay, 41, right? Um, that I am not, I don't have to be everything for everyone, okay? I, I just feel like that's a cool nugget right there. So when thoughts go unchecked, now, When you allow thoughts to go unchecked, and I'm talking to myself here as well. I'm talking to myself here as well, okay? Several things really happen and take place. And this is not an exhaustive list. So this is what's on my heart to share. And I feel like it's on the Father's heart. Um, When you allow thoughts to go unchecked, you feed, or you may feed on, but I did, on insecurity. Like that is a breeding ground. When you allow thoughts to go unchecked, That's a breeding ground for insecurity. My goodness, anything goes when thoughts get to come in and they get to just set up camp and they get to rule and reign. Okay, now the Bible says to take every thought captive. And I used to read that and be like, okay, that's cool. I have no clue what that means, but we're just going to pass that on and it doesn't fit for me and I was afraid of it. I mean, I didn't have, to me, the foundation or skill sets and tool sets to take my thoughts captive. Let's be real. But at the same time, there is the word of God that helps us take thoughts captive. We look at Jesus's life with laying boundaries. I think boundaries and taking thoughts captive go hand in hand because I'm not just going to let somebody come on my property and take X, Y, Z, right? I won't go into that. But I'm also, why would I let my like other thoughts, thoughts that don't come from me, come into my mind and just take up residence and take up prime real estate, right? Because I wasn't shown back back when, ever, that those are not mine, that I don't have to tolerate that. And that's just one thing. I mean, I'm sure 
parents are raising up their kids and I'm doing my best to to say, hey, honey, thoughts don't come only from you, okay? There's many places. This might be a good place. I'll interject here where they, where they come from, okay? Thoughts do come from yourself. Thoughts come from the Father, from God. Thoughts can come from the enemy. Um, others, right? Others telling, telling you something and then that just allows the, the door open into just... The, the yuckies. I call them the yuckies for my kids. All right. So let's go back. When you allow thoughts to go unchecked, you might, you're, there's a breeding ground for insecurity. Okay. Here's another thing I found. I have interactions with others and I really just find myself building cases against them. That's a word for somebody that will set you free. If you find yourself building cases against people and you might not know it yet. So Holy Spirit of Truth, I ask you right now to drop in the room of my listeners, drop in the room of everyone in the frequency of my voice and reveal to them if they're building cases on everyone because your heart is to lead them into all truth, Holy Spirit. Wow, there's some life on this right now. So not only did I have a breeding ground of insecurity, I just feel that right now, but my interactions with others weren't so much peaceful, right? I was building cases against them because I would let the, the, the thoughts fly and obviously, well, I would agree with accusation, okay? And, and, and at some point, I'm going to just say with my unhealed areas of my heart, I was okay with it. You know why? Because it was false protection. It was counterfeit protection of the Lord, of the Lord, counterfeit protection from the enemy. Like, it'll keep you safe. Don't worry, Miranda. I'll keep you safe. Like, I bought the lie. If I build cases against people, then I'm protected. What? I mean, can you just hear that? I'm like so grateful. Now, does it still happen from time to time? Are there temptations to build cases? Yes, there are. Because once that pathway, for me personally, once that pathway was in my mind in that addiction or whatever was created in my brain, as I started repenting and walking out of it and literally having to train my brain, like, no, you will not build a case against that person or I'd speak truth out loud or whatever, um, and took my thoughts captive, then the real work kind of began. Like, God's faithful to heal my brain, and he's faithful to heal programming. Um, and I chose that coping mechanism or whatever. But when it came to walking out of it, I'll, if I'm not careful and I don't guard up my mind and put my armor on, helmet of salvation and whatnot, I can go into building cases easily. But I was okay with it because I really was, um, yeah, I'll just leave it right there. I was okay with it. All right. So why would I build cases against somebody? Why would you? Okay, so going back, feeding on insecurity as a breeding ground. You have interaction with others and you find yourself building cases. Well, those building cases turned into my boxing gloves, which I know sounds funny, but my coach called me out in 2017 like, you have boxing gloves on, you know, on. And I was like, I don't see boxing gloves. She's like, uh, every conversation you enter into, it's like stepping into the ring with you and you're like, let's go. And it's, and I was like, oh boy, I do. <laughs> oh boy, did that call me out. And I was like, shoot. And I was, um, I guess, humble enough, thank God, and just really willing and wanting change enough to be like, yes, I'm going to face that part of myself. And I'm going to lay those gloves down and I'm going to break down those cases I built and repent of cases I built against people and ask the Lord to show me how they see Show me how, Father, how you see them. Show me the truth. I want to walk in agreement with truth. I want to walk in agreement with how you see them. And that was a like super hard work. I'm just going to be 
real. Like, it's not always easy, okay? And I don't think... I don't think it's meant to be. Some ha- there's grace and ease and light and yokes yokes are easy and burdens light for a lot of it. But like I chose to build those cases. I chose to. Okay. Well, anyway, if somebody if you need to, that, I want to unpack build cases. The enemy would accuse me of that person is um, against you. Actually, that person. Oh, look at them. Look what they're doing. Oh my goodness. How could they? And all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah. How could they? Or whatever. That's one example of a case being built against them. In if you understand the courtrooms of heaven, sometimes that is a courtrooms of heaven case against them that I entered into through my agreement. No, thank you. It just doesn't yield good fruit. Okay. But other than that, it was like defensive mechanism, like defensiveness in my relationships. Or somebody's like, I got to talk to you, you know, and I was immediately like gloves on. I didn't do anything wrong. Or what did I do wrong? And then telling myself, I didn't do anything wrong. Don't worry about it. Right? Like, so all this is from thoughts that go unchecked. Because if I really thought about what I was thinking about, you think about what you're thinking about, then I would realize, no, that's not truth. And I just didn't even take the time. I didn't have the energy, whatever the excuses were, to really think about what I was thinking about. But when that revelation came, wow. Like I repented for those coping mechanisms. I repented for how I just like love and I appreciate that gift of repentance because it turns me, I'm turning away from that old way of thinking, an old way of coping and surviving and all that. And God gets to come in and just take the heads of the enemy off and take his rightful place in my heart. Right? So I want to hang out here a little bit. I feel led that I'm not sure if bitterness shaped my lenses or views and how I saw stuff. But let's just see. Can you see how that would be like bitterness shaping my views and pain and trauma shaping the what I how I see through it? But I wanted to share that even though I was stuck, oh, stuck in that, stuck in that, God stepped in. He stepped into my life. And that was through a coach, that was through people, that was through interactions continually going wrong. Like, I might be the problem. I might be the problem. Now, is there grace for this? There's grace for this. There is. There's total grace. And, and the more of grace I poured on myself and released myself and got bro- broke out of those like shame, guilt, and condemnation cycles, the more freedom I experienced. Okay? So when I learned that every thought that comes into my head is not my own, I right then and there, hope came. Like, it's not um, impossible for me. Like, it's not hopeless. Because when you get stuck in these cycles of your thoughts... When our thoughts create our reality, I'm going to shift, okay? When our thoughts create our reality, well, then what happens when I don't check my thoughts and I don't take them captive? Well, like, what am I creating, right? Isn't that just something to think about? I encourage you today. I encourage you. And I might opened up, I might have opened up a whole floodgates of things for you. And if I did, comment and write in and contact me and let me know your thoughts, but I'm praying like the Lord's going to carry you on every podcast or anything that opens up some things in the realms and that opens up things in your heart. I pray that he carries you through. I know he's going to. Father, carry carry these people within the frequency and the sound of my voice through. And Holy Spirit, thank you for being there to walk them into all and lead them into all truth. But I just want you to set some takeaways that... Every thought that comes into your head, your heart, your mind is not from God, is not from you, and you're not, it's not 
it's most some of the, the negative ones are from the enemy or his little imps or you know your heart from um from trauma or from pain or mm, think of think of what it would be like if you took your thoughts captive and walked in freedom in your mind think about that isn't that a beautiful thought i just remember feeling like the pain of staying stuck in cycles and staying the same was greater and it it was all consuming and I didn't know how to get out I didn't know I was just like wow lord send help sos right but all of a sudden this I needed to have a better yes right and the the freedom or the inspiration I got from walking people seeing people walk in freedom and really talking having deep kind of good conversations authentic real transparent conversations of people maybe they're struggling but they're not where they used to be and I remember being like that's my greater yes. That's my greater yes to be walking in freedom in all areas of my life, thriving, living the life Jesus paid for. I want my inheritance package, like benefits package that comes with being um, a believer and a kingdom citizen. Like, where is it? And I just remember that being my greater yes, because the pain of staying stuck just in just continuing these cycles and my thoughts going unchecked and just being able to run rampant just started getting like overwhelming. And my greater yes was freedom. My greater yes was, I don't think I'm not, I'm supposed to have chaos in my mind 24-7. Spinning thoughts 24-7. Wow. So I just pray that, like, if this started, if this opened up some things for you um, to just keep unpacking it with the Lord, that you'd keep unpacking with the Lord. And I just pray that this falls on somebody's ears, that have ears to hear, and that they choose to make changes and to take their thoughts captive. You guys, sometimes I see myself having like armed guards, like angels in my mind. And then if a thought comes in, like my kids are going to get taken or um, someone's going to break in, just stuff like that. I'm like, take that, I kick that thought out in Jesus name, but I'll just see the angels taking that thought. I don't know. Right. And throwing it out. Like I'm taking my thoughts captive in any creative way I can. Um, There's just other things of myself or how I look at my... If you took one day, one day, and if you if you want to, a week, and like wrote down your thoughts, or was aware of them more, I'm not saying hang out here. If you're aware of them, things would change for you. I mean, I hope. But when you really think about what you're thinking about, freedom comes because the awareness is like the first step in getting free. I'm aware of this. Now I have a choice and responsibility. If I want, what am I going to do with it? I stay the same, or I move forward. Because one way or the other, we're always seriously changing and growing. Okay, I move forward or backward. And I'm not in fear of moving forward or back, whatever. I partner with heaven and what heaven says over me. I have the mind of Christ. And maybe that could be a, a truth statement for you. Like, I have the mind of Christ as you're walking out of this. I think that's a nugget I'll leave you with here. It's been an honor and pleasure to share with you. It's been on my heart. But when you repent of thoughts going unchecked, when you repent of not taking thoughts captive and just not stewarding your mind the way you were meant to, and this is not guilt by any any means or condemnation by any means, goodness gracious. But really, when you repent of not stewarding your mind or whatever, and then Lord, help me. And then just declaring, I have the mind of Christ. That's, That's truth, right? That's what heaven says over me. That's what the Bible says. And you can start walking in that. So I hope this was a blessing. Share your takeaways. Um, share with somebody who you feel like you thought of if they, if they came up. I just know Holy Spirit's moving through this, and I'm just honored to be here. Have a blessed day.